So I'm very glad to be here today to see all these people out here. I've always said that there are more people in this country than there are pigs. And I think that, uh, I think they definitely must be in the minority today. And I wonder how they feel about that. How do you feel about it, pigs? Well, there's something going on that they don't understand. And I guess we're going to have to uh, come here and deliver about 20 or 30 or 40 lectures to let them know about that. Could this be a classroom out here? Yeah. I always say that when they shut you away from the regular channels, when they lock the doors, when they don't let you into the buildings, you have no other recourse but to take it to the streets or to the plaza. So we can do that. I understand that the uh, Academic Senate is going to meet today and back up the students and the faculty members who authorize this course. Is that right? And if they don't do that, I would say that they become just as irrelevant as the Board of Regents and Mickey Mouse, Regan, Donald Duck Rafferty, later forum. We've got to let these public servants know that they don't own the state of California, that they don't own the people in the state of California, that they're public servants, and that they're going to be forced to act in a desired manner, or they're going to have to get away from the public troughs. Is that right? I wonder what's going on in the world. They have students in Mexico who are shooting at the police. Police definitely continue to shoot back at them. I was looking at a newspaper this morning, and from the front page all the way to the sport page, there are reports of crimes against the people committed by the public servants, guardians of the law. They used to be called the local police, now universally referred to as the local pigs. <laughs> Criminals with guns, with billy clubs, with mace, backed up by the governor, the businessmen, and all those evil and negative forces and individuals, entities in the society that has the world, the entire world, on a death row. They say that you, you come to a university to get an education. An education is supposed to equip you with what you need in order to cope with your environment. If you listen to Max Rafferty or Mickey Mouse, you would get the impression that the only education that you need is to sit through four or five of his, of Regan's grade B movies. I think that he would very well like to see you doing that. Closed circuit TV for everybody. Mickey Mouse from morning to noon. Donald Duck in the afternoon. But it's been precisely that that has this country in the shape that it's in. Euphemisms, pie in the sky, and a make-believe world, make-believe information that they passed on to people and call that education. But there's a great gulf between the ability to function on the basis of that type of information and what we really need in order to cope with the situation that's been handed to us by our elders. 
We have to have information and understanding that will enable us to close the book on all of American history up until this point. We've got to close that book because as long as we keep our heads in that book, we will continue to perpetuate and carry into the future the entire evil, bloody, and corrupt heritage of this country. And I say that we don't need any more of that. It's not going to help us. It's not going to help us solve the problem that's confronting this world. It definitely is not going to help us when we have to face the fact that the United States of America has become the number one obstacle to progress on the entire planet Earth. That's a sad realization, but it's the truth. And what we have to do is figure out how to move in order to dismantle the machinery of oppression, the machinery of exploitation, the machinery of imperialism, and to create machinery that will deal with the functional environment and make it decent for human beings. The basic principle, the basic principle that we must work on is that every man, woman, and child on the face of the planet Earth deserves the very highest and the best standard of living that human knowledge and technology is capable of providing, period. Anything that stands in the way of that, anything that stands in the way of that has got to go, period. The best education possible. If the regions get in the way of that, they have got to go. They have got to go. They have got to go. Because this university does not belong to them. Even the property that they have, these big fat businessmen who sit on the border region, that doesn't belong to them either. They just don't know that yet. See? That's why they don't want us to be down here talking about them because we're going to be talking about how people have to understand, make a proper analysis of what has gone on, what is going on now, and how we move to expropriate the expropriators. It's got to be done. The Board of Regents, a watchdog committee, preside over what goes into your skulls. They want to monitor what goes into your skulls and to put in there an IBM card that will have you going to the voting booth in November to vote for George Wallace and Curtis LeMay. Mickey Mouse is not up there this year. If he was up there this year, if they hadn't pulled the rug out from under him in Miami, he would be there oinking for your votes. <laughs> He's oinking for a foundation for the next go-round. But we're confronted with the situation. How can we face the next four years? What, what is the choice before us? We have Meathead Humphrey, Bone Nose Nixon, and Buffoon into George Wallace, an avowed racist in the 20th century, after Hitler, after all the lessons of the past, after all the demonstrations that have gone on in this country, after all the assassinations that have gone down in this country. Here's going to come out and say, let's continue the same old issue. And he has, he has General Hersey to say right on. He has Curtis LeMay to say right on. And whether we face it or not, all of the pigs of the power structure can relate to George Wallace because he's part of their game. And why don't they get rid of him like they get rid of everybody else? Why don't they revoke his parole? Because he is definitely, 
He is definitely advocating civil disorders because every time I hear him speak, what he says to me is that I need to get a gun and go out in the streets and start killing racists. That's what he's saying to me. Because the man is talking about putting my people in gas chambers. He doesn't say it in those terms. He says that when he gets into the White House, he's going to bring back law and order. Law and order to him means slavery, suffering, and death for black people. And not just black people anymore, but McCarthyites, possibly even McCarthy himself. Berkeleyites, <laughs> yeah. students, everything that doesn't look like him. So it all boils down to one thing. We're either going to have to learn how to oppose the pigs of the power structure, draw a firm line of demarcation, and not allow them to cross it, but to push them up against the wall, or else we're going to have to learn how to oink. Can you oink to the Star Spangled Banner? That's what they'll have you doing, goose-stepping and oinking to the Star Spangled Banner while they hire some of you to put the rest of you into the gas chambers with the niggers. Diggers. Because we're going to have to have another Boston Tea Party right here in Babylon again. We're going to have to have that because the pigs, the pigs, I see you ready, I see you ready. You ready for that, you see? But the pigs have closed down all the channels. They have nothing for us but the heavy lumber that they use on those clubs, on our heads. That's what they have for us. So I say that the people are more resourceful than they are because their posture is one of going down to oppress people, to keep people down, and we are looking up at the stars. We see beyond them. We see much farther beyond them. We're going to move beyond them, even if that means moving over them or through them. But we're going to go past them because they stand between us and the Garden of Eden brought down to earth. Because it is true that human knowledge and technology is capable of providing not just the people on the face of the planet Earth today, but millions and millions more with a very beautiful, qualitatively beautiful standard of living, a life, the only life that we're going to know. Now they say that we're probably wrong, that the taxes that we use are the wrong tactics, that what we advocate is evil, and that we should not advocate it, and that we should follow in the footsteps of Martin Luther King, Mahatma Gandhi, and Thoreau. People who say, turn the other cheek, so that when you turn the other cheek, you get your head knocked off by a club, or you get it blown off your shoulders by a bullet. We can relate to turn the other cheek to those who would turn the other cheek for us, but we cannot relate to pussyfooting tactics when criminals have usurped the power of the government, where they have control of the police departments, where they have control of the courts, where they have control of the prisons, and where they have control of the mass media, in fact, where they have control of us. Civil disorder, everybody in this country needs to get out of order because the order that they have us into is the order of oppression, the order of racism, the order of pigology, and we don't want any more of that. We've got to get rid of that. And we just want to say this. 
We want to make this point. Huey P. Newton says that the spirit of the people is greater than the mass technology. It's greater than all of his committees, all of his boards of regents, all of everything that he has and that he's about. Because it's not the buildings, it's not the Congress, the physical structure that suppresses the people. It's not the physical structure of the Alameda County Courthouse, although somebody seems to think that that's the case. But it's not the physical structure, it's the psychological structure of these races who have control of this country and who have had control of it from this very beginning. And that's what has to be corrected. That's what I understood to be the subject of the course that I was asked to participate in. And that is what I was planning to come here to do, to talk about what we in the Black Panther Party and the black community know about racism, how it looks to us from our perspective. We didn't want to come up here and talk about uh, hanging Regan. I don't want to hang that punk. I want to challenge him to a duel, and I want him to accept it. And I reiterate that challenge, and I will allow him to choose his own weapon. He can choose anything. He can choose anything from a gun, a knife, to a baseball bat, and he can choose a marshmallow, and I'll beat him to death with that, because he is a punk, he's a punk, a sissy, and a coward. That's what I say about Mickey Mouse. And I know that my parole officer or his surrogate is here. And I want to say that he is less than Mickey Mouse because here is a European who likes to call me down once a week, have me sit across the desk from him, and tell me that I have a problem. <laughs> when he says a little funny thing like that, I say, oink. You know? <laughs> And I asked him, I said, tell me this, how did it happen that you, whose ancestors came from Europe, me, whose ancestors came from Africa, find ourselves in this room, me on one side of the desk, you on the other side of the desk, you telling me that I have a problem with you and my prologue. So how did that come about? To start from the beginning and run it down to me, or I don't want to hear it. I do not want to hear it. I don't know what those three pigs on the appellate court were thinking about when they said that I'm going to have to go back to the penitentiary because I went there and I took a long look at it and I decided that I couldn't relate to it, that I didn't want to be there. See, I took a long look at that. I took a long look at that penitentiary. I went to every little place that they have within those walls from the hospital to solitary confinement, and I didn't like anything, including the medicine. I can't relate to any of that. I went back again here recently, and my former conclusion still holds true, and I didn't want to stay there too long, so I asked Charles R. Gary to stick a rid of habeas corpus out there and cut me loose. And he did that, and here come these buffoons telling me, well, you gotta go back, man. I say, yo mama, Take your mama back, and you go back with her. Let her be your cell partner, because I want to be out here where the air smells clean, relatively clean, after we get rid of your, what, your unclean factories that pollute the air, after we force you to use some of those profits to put some equipment in there to clarify the air. I want to be out here so I can breathe some of that. I want to be part of the program that forces you to clean up the air, 
I want to be part of the program, in fact, that puts you in there and let you have my cell because it's your size and it's not mine. And I'm going to be here at the University of California as long as the faculty members, as long as the students can tolerate my profanity. People, people who say things, people who run their mouths, people who run their mouths often get their heads cut off, you see? So, time should be up, <laughs> but there's a lot of time before us, I mean, maybe, but since we don't know how much time is left, our job is to speed up time, and it can be sped up. And I submit that coming out here today, everybody here together today, exhibiting the spirit of resistance against the aggression of the pigs is one way of speeding up time. And it's being done all over the country, all over the world. And we need to take a forthright strand right here at Berkeley to let the rest of the world know that there are human beings left in Babylon and that they can speed up time, catch up to the revolution that's sweeping the world and help drag this funky, racist, hypocritical, decrepit, gangster country into the 21st century, if not the 20. I don't think we'll make the 20. And all power to the people. Black power to black people. White power to white people. Okay? You haven't had white power, you've had pig power. Right. If you had white power, you wouldn't have those pigs inflicting power upon you right now pig power inflicting that upon white people. You need some white power to get rid of these pigs. Merge your white power with black power and we can deal with it. Brown power, red power, yellow power. And on another level, but as a detail, as a detailed category of power, what we got to have right now, some student power, some faculty power, and some guest lecture power. Right on. Yeah.